Welcome into the Sports Buffalo Podcast. Yo, okay, let's get on out there once again, you guys out there listening. Thank you so much. This is take number two, by the way, here. Uh, the Sports Buffoons are back with you once again here out of Lenexa, Kansas, this time at a different place than normal. We are at Limitless Brewing Company here, right between Flum and Lackland Road on Dice Lane, uh, 95th and Dice Lane. So, uh, guys, this is this is draft week. This is the this is the week draft we've been waiting for, week. for a It's finally in Kansas City, which is uh, one of the most exciting things we've had in this town in a while, other than you know a couple championships we've had over the last few years. Um, but guys, first and foremost, before we kick it off, I got Tanner to my left. What's up, everybody? And Jason JG to my right. What's up, yo? And Mike Settle running it here. Um, guys, being at this brewing company with this tremendous beer, tremendous IPAs, even some other selections along the way, too. Uh, what are we sipping on to kick the show off, guys? I got the dog leg lager, one of my favorite out there, but uh, I will be getting hopefully one more beer before we leave this place today. That's you, the goal. I'll tell you what, you guys know that watch the JG. I'm not what you would exactly call an IPA guy, but right now I'm sipping on the working titles, triple IPA. And it is smooth, guys. I love it. So I'm going with the working titles, triple IPA. And at the same time, not that I like to mix my drinks. You know, don't don't put me on that. But I, I do it from time to time. I'm also going with the West Bottoms bourbon. And uh, so a couple of great drinks going on here. He, he's double fisting right now to pre- prepare himself for the extravaganza that is the NFL draft on Thursday that we'll be at all three evenings. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, myself, I got a, a couple of my own. I got myself a working titles as well to go along with the strawberry kiwi cream ale. Uh, another one that's Ooh. terrific. These guys are probably the best cream ale brewery that I've ever come to. Yeah. You uh, don't I'm get serious. those very often. It's, it's, Not it's incredible all. the way they put things together. And, uh, the cream ale aspect is really shows through whenever it comes with their beers over here at lemonless. Um, uh, yeah, guys, it feels good to be in this place and doing a podcast. From it's here. our I mean, first time in the brewery we come to the most often. It's, it's yes, it's, it's been our home. You guys have heard us out there listening. Uh, you guys have heard us before talk about Lemonless Brewing Company and all that in the past. So, um, anyways, guys, it's the perfect way to kick off draft week. All right, so we are live. We are in an event, so you guys can uh, online. You guys can comment. We'll get your name in. We'll take care of you there in the drawing. But uh, if you guys in attendance right now, if you haven't yet, there's some tags up here your raffles you fill your name out fill your info out put it in the chief's helmet and if you come up throughout the show maybe ask a question participate in some trivia you guys can also add additional raffles into the prizes we have the prizes we have is a glass set a football glass set with a little turf uh coasters pretty cool we got two chiefs kingdom flags from this past year and a free jersey of your choice that we'll announce at the end. Uh, brought to you. Thanks thanks to Let's Talk Sports, Dan at Let's Talk Sports. He is hooking up with the jersey of your choice. So make sure you get that raffle in there. We'll announce that jersey at the end of the show. We'll announce the other prizes throughout the show. And, again, you get extra tickets for participating in the open mic we have at the end of the chair here. And is it true, Tanner, also if you're listening online, you also have a chance to win a jersey as well? That is correct. You are entered in that jersey Ooh. raffle. I wonder I wonder if you're crazy enough to double up. Maybe if you just happen to be on our YouTube page and, and follow along well, there while in person. We got, got, few, we got a few of our ping pong buddies here, and uh, there's only one guy crazy enough to do that, and that's Conrad. So uh, I can see it. He, he wants some free Chiefs <laughs> jerseys or something. <laughs> He's thinking that way. Uh, guys, all right, we've got a lot to get to, of course, today. Once again, we're going to do a mock draft here later in the draft. Um, we, we are going to talk first and foremost about the offseason of the Chiefs, though, and what's been going on so far and what to expect of this NFL draft. Um, so, so far this offseason, fairly quiet, but are we overly surprised? I mean, that's kind of the Chiefs' MO most of the time. Um, look, so far, we've got uh, just a few additions. Jawan Taylor coming over from the Jaguars. Looks like he's going to be the left tackle of the future at the moment. That's what it seems like. Same exact day. We also picked up Charles uh, Omenahu. And that was a guy who it looks like he could play a little bit of outside, a little bit of inside, came from the 49ers. But overall, just an addition to the D-line that is going to be nice to have, especially with the departure of, I can't believe I'm saying this, uh, Frank Clark. Yeah. So we need oh, to have guys in the mix. A veteran presence that can contain the end is a big deal. That's why we brought in Omenahu in from San Francisco. Uh, Juwan Taylor, I love that. I think it's an, honestly an upgrade from what we had Orlando Brown Jr. Uh, another guy we brought in, Richie James, 
wide receiver from the Giants last year. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy that has potential to be a weapon for the Chiefs team. Which that was probably the quietest 700 yards I've ever seen. It is. Out, yeah. of, out of Richie James. Just because it's it's like, okay, the guy went with Giants, 700 yards. Daniel Jones had a pretty good season, an efficient season. And he's now with the Chiefs. And it's like, well, what kind of role is he going to play with this team? Because um, he put up much more production than a lot of the guys that were already on this roster last yes. season anyway. Like, is he? are we assuming he's going to fit into that, like, uh, you know, Miko Hardman role. I mean, what is what is his upside in your opinion? It, it'd have to be more of a kind of a slot, and I, you know that extra guy that gets those random yards. A Sky Moore from last year, essentially. Sure. That kind of role. Sky Moore didn't score a touchdown though until Super Bowl. No, I don't so expect we want touch- TDs up in this place. Look, I think TDs are going to come elsewhere next year. Okay. Well, uh, at least Blake Bell did resign as well. And the other one of my favorites was Drew Tranquil coming over from the Chargers. Yes. I think that is an awesome addition to the linebacker group because. You've already got obviously young guys in that position. You got Nick Bolton, you got Willie Gay, um, and Drew Tranquil coming over. He's 27 years old, so he's going to be not kind of the veteran of the group. But I see him getting plenty of playing time, especially in passing downs. It's, it's um, kind of nice too because he has a little feel of the division that we're in right now too. Mm-hmm. He's played against these teams. He's played against those quarterbacks. So having a guy, a veteran, another veteran presence coming into the linebacking core, upgrade from Darius Harris, who we let go. All right, so JG, what do you think of so far the uh, offseason moves and free agency for the Chiefs? Have we done enough? Yeah, I mean, I think at this point at the season, you've obviously done enough because it's everybody's looking forward to the draft, and that's that's when you're going to make the most noise. But I like the addition of Blaine Gabbert, and obviously Chad Henney not going to be here, um, but uh, I like the addition of Blaine Gabbert as our backup quarterback because that's important because guys get injured in this league. And so we don't want to take the backup quarterback position lightly because it's kind of a big deal. Um, I also like the addition of uh, a Dion, or I like the signing of Dion Bush, again, as our number three safety. Uh, and also yeah, a returner coming back. Yeah, That's also, be really nice. And also Justin Watson at the wide receiver position because, again, a lot of these Chiefs fans out here Looking forward to the draft. We want to know which wide receiver are we going to get, but you've got to have a little bit of depth at that position because in today's NFL, you got to be able to throw the ball, and you've got you got to have depth at that wide receiver position. So I like the fact that we're bringing Justin Watson back. Yeah, and Watson was also a big part of making plays when they mattered. It seems like towards the end of the season, um, especially whenever things were breaking down and injuries occurred, and you know Juju had his moments where he missed some time. Uh, and so on. I, I feel like that um, Watson being back on the team is just a quality player to have back as your, you know, WR5. Is that the expectation, I would assume? Maybe WR6 even. That's fine. Yeah. That'd be great. A guy borderline making the team. Sure. Because here's the thing. Going into this, you, you obviously, you you have Marquez Valdez-Scantling on the roster. Juju Smith-Schuster's gone now. Yes. You have Sky Moore. You have Kadarius Tony. Michael Hardman's gone now. Um you know, Richie James, we're assuming he's going to make the roster. Um, but we're kind of running out of room. I mean, we have this draft coming up here on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, and you got to you got to assume there's going to be a receiver that comes out of that that has a chance to make this roster. I think so, too. I think you're going to see a receiver within the first three rounds. I'm not saying first round, but I mean, it's about first three rounds. That could knock a guy off like a Richie James, a, uh, a Justin Watson as well. Like, you could see one of those two players possibly – not even make the roster for this team. Yeah, I think at the at the wide receiver position, that's something that we have to hit on in this draft because you talked about Kadarius Tony. This is a this is a guy that's a WR one talent, but we it, we can't necessarily depend on him throughout the course of a season. And so um, we, we're going to hit on that wide receiver position in the draft. But Kadarius Tony, I think the best case scenario for him is that he's going to be our WR two. Yeah, I know the team really, really likes what they see out of him. The main thing, you know, I was listening to 610 this morning with Bob Fesco and all I'm them. Sorry. And I'm sorry. I, I will. I kind of have to on the drive into work. But, you know, they're sitting there talking about, oh, this team has no needs. This team is set. This has this team has no needs. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, they're, they're, they're talking about Cardarius Tony, and they're talking about Sky Moore. So you're talking about a guy who has had no touchdowns all season long to the Super Bowl, put up 200 yards of offense, and you're talking about Cardarius Tony, who has an injury concern every year so far he's been in the NFL. Well, I and, think, and we're just expected to assume, oh, no, there's no needs here. No needs. I think that he's living in a fantasy land where the draft has already happened. And I don't know who he projects as the Chiefs 
as in terms of who they've already drafted, but the, the guy talks like he's the the draft's already over and we're all set. And I'm just right. like, well, that's even, fine. Even edge rusher is something he he's like, nope, we have no needs. It's, it's all settled. It, it, it's it, all good. Okay, let's look at the releases from this year, this offseason, right? He would sit in Frank Clark. A left tackle, and a Brent Jr., we replaced that, right? We got that replacement. You could say we replaced Frank Clark with Charles there. Wide receiver, Miko Hardman. Uh, wide receiver, Juju Smith, two big keys of this offense throughout last year, despite Miko well, even being and Don't forget Carlos Dunlap, you guys. I mean, <clears throat> Carlos Dunlap. That, that's a big one that actually is an impact. So, I, I know he's an overage player, but. Not, not a huge impact here, fullback Mike Burton. But still a nice run block or a quarterback blocker, you know, to be able to protect Mahomes and a nice run blocker there. Uh, the big one here for me is defensive tackle Colin Saunders going to the Saints, joined passing you. Colin Saunders turned turned into a new level last year. And I thought he was the most impressive of the rookie class we had a couple of years ago to really step up this year. And I was really hoping for you know to keep him around for three or four years. All right. Well, the, the Saints see the upside. Obviously, the Saints know he's, his athletic ability and the fact that he's able to penetrate extremely well there through the A-gap. And that's yes. what he did. I mean, you saw him year to year to get better. Meanwhile, Derek Nottie, on the other hand, who we're keeping who around. Resigns. We're keeping Derek Nottie around for depth reasons, has been a guy who's regressed over the course of his years. So, to me, it's like, no, there's definite holes on this roster like right Juan now. Like Juan Thornhill leaving, right tackle Andrew Wiley, right. or the other Wiley. two, right? Yeah. So, yes, the offseason moves, there are, you know, needs in this draft uh, for this Chiefs team. But I feel like, you know, we've hit the last couple of drafts. I feel like we're going to hit this draft as well. And hopefully we can plug some of these question marks that there are. Right. I mean, real quick before we jump more into the draft here in a second. I mean, first position off the board for you guys for the Chiefs in the first round. What are you guys thinking right now? I'm just off the top of your head. I'm going defensive line still. I think defensive end or a defensive tackle for this team is going to be the most important at 31. Okay. I, I would say defensive line or wide receiver. But then after that, I think that our third best need is probably going to be offensive line. Gotcha. Okay. No, I totally get that, you guys. But the reason I even bring that up in the first place is that, you know, we, we've seen signs now, and I talked about this a little bit last week, of some of the guys that we've seen the Chiefs have interest in lately. And especially lately, we've heard the rumors now out there put out by Albert Breer yes. that the Chiefs are considering actually trading up a little bit to take guys like Zay Flowers, who Mahomes worked out with just a week ago, or to take but, Jameer Gibbs, the running back from Alabama, that's been which big can name. be used as a slot receiver. It's it's a Percy Harvin-esque type of mentality, I believe, with Jameer Gibbs. No, it's it's interesting, too. You said trade up for Zay Flowers. I still think that guy's going to be around closer to the 30 mark yeah. in this draft. I don't see that happening. I think Jameer Gibbs will be available in the second if we wanted to wait. No, I agree. And it, a lot of it could be Jason's favorite word. You know, it, it could be it, <laughs> There's well, a lot of smoke words. screen. <laughs> there it is. There's a smoke. It could be a smoke screen, you guys. I mean, I don't know. It could be it could be a way for the Chiefs to be pushing teams hopefully in front of them to then hope the other the guy that they actually want falls to them at their spot. I mean, yeah. That that could be the idea behind it. But to me, as much as I like Zay Flowers, I was listening to Carrington and I was well in six ten today. Uh, you know, I just drive around so much. <laughs> he was talking about like, isn't he tired of these little guys being on this roster? He's tired of these guys that are that are just like five foot ten, 180 pounds, and it feels like that's all we have. And then we have one deep threat of uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yes, you know we have that we have him, but he's not a big body deep threat. He's just more of a straight line speed type of guy. Um, and I feel like otherwise, this whole receiving group right now is kind of frustrating to look at on paper because if you add another guy like Isaiah Flowers to the roster. I mean, we're working with Mighty Mouse out there, just a little Ant-Man of receiving groups. This is, I mean, it's not the same scenario and stuff, but it's like Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay of developing these young Rodgers receivers that, you know, you don't go out and get a first-rounder ever for him. And it's development. I think Patrick Mahomes has that same ability where he can develop some of these young guys and some of these guys that's been around for a couple of years, Richie James, that we don't need to go out and spend a bunch of money or picks on these big names. Like, for instance, DeAndre Hopkins. Will I take him? Yes, I will give you the 31st pick for DeAndre Hopkins. But do we need to? I don't think so. Old bum. Am I allowed to say no. that word on the show? Yeah, you can say old that Hopkins. I, don't, I don't agree with the old, old bum, bum sentiment right there with DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's been put in a bad situation a couple of times now in his career. But 
I still think he's he's fully capable of having some solid years. At, you know, from year 32 to 33, he still has got potential to have productive, especially given if he's got Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. Did he stop doing drugs finally? Uh, I missed that. <laughs> well, I, I hope so. It's like That's... it's like if you're DeAndre Hopkins, are are you? If you're not old. Did you stop doing drugs? And I'm like, that's too many questions for me to ask. Well, there's some people like Ricky Williams out there in the world who literally, once they get older, they can't stop doing drugs. They get they get addicted. Yeah. And then from then on, they're just doing drugs forever until they quit football. So can we just write this off right now between the three of us in terms of the running back position? We will not draft no. a running back in the first round unless Bijan Robinson drops down to 31. <laughs> 31? Is that, can we all agree I, on that right now? Because I, I agree with that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree with that. And Brett, that's kind of a haunting in terms of like the Brett Beach, Clyde Edwards Alaire slash Patrick Mahomes like, pick. It, it, Whoever you think made that pick, it doesn't matter. It, I think that we can move off of running back. It would it would have to be rigged for B. John to be dropped to thirty one. Had to be rigged. Right. I Pretty mean, that's much. just that's just not going to happen. So he's basically and, uh, a wide receiver. But here's and the I, thing, you know, I, I've talked to a, a good friend of ours actually, uh, Mr. Todd. And he, he's very interested in Jameer Gibbs. He thinks Jameer Gibbs would be fit in very well to the offense, which I agree with that. He could be a younger Drick McKinnon, who was actually extremely useful in this offense um, on third downs, and especially but, in receiving situations. But he's not a guy that you're willing to move up for. Is that correct? You, you just oh, take him at 31 if he's if, there? If you told me possibly. Jameer Gibbs is Percy Harvin, which means whenever he comes to the NFL, I can translate him immediately to becoming a slot receiver who's going to catch me 90, ball, 90 balls then I would consider it. Most importantly, he's going to be Percy Harvin without the migraine headaches. So he's actually going to show up to the games. So you would take him at 31. Is that right? No. You wouldn't <laughs> I take still think there's 30. better options yeah. out there. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. So we we don't want to see any running backs in this first round. I think that's, we that's don't the want best case no. scenario for the Not Chiefs. Well, uh, Tanner, I know we, we've been live now for a few minutes. Um, do you have any interest in maybe drawing the first name? Not yet. Let's do Not one yet. more. We're Let's waiting. do one more topic. Okay. Go. Let's do one Ch more topic. Tell me. Well, we're going to talk about the uh, who are the Chiefs talking to? Who are no. the Chiefs talking to entering the draft here come Thursday? Who have they been talking to? Who are some of the big prospects maybe we're looking at? I've got a list of some key names, you guys, and some of these might, might be interesting to you. One of them is actually Deuce Vaughn. Of Kansas State here, here you know, Mr. Local guy out here. He's actually one. No, speaking of running backs, I mean, you're looking more with Deuce Vaughn prospect as possibly being a fourth or fifth rounder. Um, and I see the Chiefs maybe having interest in a receiving back in that regard at that point. Um, otherwise, we got Jalen Hyatt. Yes, they have spoken with Jalen Hyatt. They've interviewed Jalen Hyatt. Ronnie Bell from Michigan. Um, we also have Quentin Johnston, of course, worked out with Patrick Mahomes. Another one, guys, tight end Dalton Kincaid from Utah. That. Because you know that. what? You know what? On this offense, tight ends, um, you can never have too many, it feels like, on this roster because they're all going to make an impact at some point. Even after the resigning of Blake Bell, you, it's a team I have five tight ends by the end of the day. You can never have enough tight ends, the football kind. And that's kind of my fourth <laughs> position wow. that I'm looking at. You know, when I, when I look at the draft, I'm looking at wide receiver. I'm looking at D-line. I'm looking at offensive line. But that, that fourth position out there, it's like – you know, how long is Travis Kelsey going to be here? And so I'm not going to be – I'm not going to have an issue if Brett Beach decides to take a stab on yeah. a tight end in the first well, or the second so, or the third round. It's a deep tight end So, so tight Mike, end Mike and I actually got to speak with former tight end of the Chiefs, Jason Dunn, on Sunday. And this question was asked, how long is Kelsey going to be around? And what did Dunn say? About what, three? Well, yeah, we all kind of had the same idea like, about Kelsey, I think. Until he's done, Three years. He's done when he's he done, was being very generous. If he told you three years, he'd be very generous. The, 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 here's what happens, though. Whenever you're young, you start off as a tight end and eventually get moved out to being a wide receiver, kind of like Travis Kelsey. And, and that's that's essentially what it's become over time. We need, we need to get a younger tight end to come in there and play more in line, while Kelsey can do all the things on the outside, if you know what I'm saying. I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Guys, I got a few more on the list here of, of impact players the Chiefs have in interviews with. Uh, one of them, Broderick Jones from Georgia, would fit in immediately oh. as right tackle on this team. See, I actually had starter. another tackle I saw. And again, report what's in the same area that you look at, but Blake Freeland from BYU was mm -hmm. in the mix too. Yeah, there's, I'm, I'm saying the Chiefs are interested right now in getting the offensive tackle spot uh, figured out depth-wise. That's absolutely something that's on their radar because – you cannot go into this season and say something catastrophic happens to Jawan Taylor. You're, then you're screwed. 
you're, you're stuck. You're, you're, you, there's nothing you, that you can do with that situation because you got a couple of right tackles of Lucas Nyang and and a, a, a Kennard as well who have proven nothing so far in this league and who can only play right tackle. You you just you don't want to have yourself in a situation where your left tackle is there's no backups. Yeah. Real quick here, we do got a quick comment. Mr. Nick Bakins of the Bakins Show. You'll be seeing him in two days. He says, have fun, boys. See you all in two days. We'll be meeting up with him in person at the NFL Draft on Thursday. Be excited to meet with him. So Yeah, I'm excited to also talk with him a little bit about the, the Rodgers trade. Oh, and- man, he went on a tirade for about <clears throat> 10 minutes on Monday yeah. night with the Buffoon Bakins Show. But I got to hear the raw emotion. I got to hear the raw emotion from him, uh, you know, well, uh, as, it, as we see it Thursday. Stay 10 feet well, from him. Here's the thing. <laughs> the, Packers, the Packers pick 13th overall, right? That's their first pick? Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Well, at this point, I mean, what's going to happen? What's, what, are the, what is their thoughts? I mean, I'm not going to dig into it right now, but for his, for his sake, question. I can't wait to yeah. ask him some questions about that. Hey. And sir, thank you so much for putting that in. We have an open mic if you have questions or want to have comments. So another two players that I thought were interesting uh, that I heard the Chiefs may have talked to as well is uh, the edge. I'm going to give my best effort into this name here. Adatomiwa Adabora, and that's the Northwestern <laughs> edge. The D-tackle. Uh, the, D- the, D- the, yeah. the edge off of Northwestern. Well, yeah. So that's that guy. And then safety, Jair Brown from Penn State, who I like a lot, who you can get probably in that third, fourth round there. Yeah, there's there's definitely some – here's what I think the Chiefs want right now. They want flexibility from this position. I feel like the Chiefs are not fans of undersized defensive ends for the most part. This guy has transitioned from D tackle to be able to play anywhere on the line. Basically, you know, a la Aaron Donald in some ways, as far as being able to play D tackle or on the edge outside. I think the Chiefs find that interesting, and as well as the fact that he blew up the combine with some awesome numbers. At the same time, I want to see production. Did you? Were you at all surprised? Like when you're going through tape, you're looking through some of these edges and D tackles. There's a lot of combo guys out there. More than just you know what you see in the first round. There's tons of combo guys spread that could be projected one through six rounds that I thought were really interesting that they could play both spots effectively. Right, and that's kind of the today's modern NFL though, is you're kind of expected to be able to play multiple positions, and if you can't, you're going to have a niche and you're going to not be playing as many snaps as the other guy next to you. Yeah. And so that's kind of the way things have gone now in today's league is that. You have your guys of the world, like a Bruce Irvin, who is literally just a speed rusher. And then you have your guys of the world who are just a run stopper. And I, I think that over the time, as, as time goes, is that you might have your niche. You've got to be really, really good at it, though, when you are doing that. But uh, teams want guys that are flexible to be able to do a lot of different things and variate um, you know, from play to play and down to down. So um, otherwise, we got some more names, uh, Jason, for, for us to go over here. Um, Julius Brents, another K-Stater. Long, lanky kind of corner. See, that's kind of an interesting one there, too, with Julius Brents in the corner from a local guy. I, I think that's where you see a little bit of smoke steering coming to play. The defensive end guy the same way. I, I don't I don't see us going that K-State route. I just don't think they'll be there when we're t- when it's start time to pick. I, <laughs> I do. I do have a <laughs> trivia question about this later, by the way, Tanner. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, why wouldn't you not go the K-State route? This team just had one of the most successful seasons they've had in a long time. There's a lot of good players that came off that roster. Um, I could easily see the Chiefs taking a K-State player this year. Yeah, that's very true. I could see that as well. I mean, I, it wouldn't hurt anything. I think that'd be great depth for us. Well, I just don't see them being available when the Chiefs come into play. One of the guys that's going to be available at pick 31 is Felix Anudike Uzama. I've well, considering I've gone to many K-State games, I've practiced that name, and it's still hard for me. Oh, well done, man. Well Felix Enudike Uzama. Um, anyways, he's a, he's a really good player as well. I've seen him make an impact for sure in K-State games, and um, I could see him being the guy at 31. That's absolutely somebody I think that would be on the radar of the Chiefs. Um, otherwise, we got Lonnie Phelps from Kansas. was another guy that was also spoken with for, by the Chiefs. Nolan Smith from Georgia, another one. One of those undersized guys we talked about, the speed rusher, Ran a four three eight, I believe, at the combine, um, and that's and Dante Stills. That's an interesting one, Tanner. Dante Stills, Dante Stills is Stills. an interesting one, and I feel like maybe it has something to do with the family, and it felt like it was proper to uh, have an interview with just to do with it. Gary Stills' son, yeah, uh, coming out of West Virginia. 
but uh, I could see Dante Stills being a late round draft pick somewhere in you know round between five and seven. I was, I was thinking like six. Yeah, he's going to go know? somewhere in that range. And here's the thing: if he goes undrafted, I would 100% expect him to have a tryout with the Chiefs. Yeah. So, so when we're talking about the prospects that the Chiefs have spoken to, I want to go back to Jalen Hyatt just for a minute here because you guys both know that I was out on him when he first came into the mix in the draft discussion. You were. This guy is a, is a guy that watched game film during a pre-draft meeting with Coach Andy Reid, and I'm starting to warm up to him a little bit because he's a guy that can stretch the field, he can blow past defenders, and he can reach the end zone. And it, we, we've got MBS basically as the guy that can blow past defenders. That He's not a dynamic receiver, and so Jalen Hyatt is a guy that I think is somebody who we could be looking at in terms of like a dynamic receiver that we really want to blow off the top on these defenses. The thing with Hyatt is he, he, re- he immediately replaces Nicole Hardman on the offense. And that's, that's the way those things would go. And I, I love Hyatt. You guys know how I feel about his ability on this offense, what he could be doing. But at the same time, I'm still, I've kind of found myself wanting that big bodied receiver and um, that's just kind of my preference at the moment. And I know Quentin Johnson's probably the top prospect for that, but there's also a guy by the last name of Mingo from Old Ole Miss coming in the second round, I believe, that I think would be the perfect fit. Jonathan Mingo, I think, would be a perfect fit for this team and be that big-bodied guy that's that's going to be reliable in the red zone, which is somebody I kind of want, especially younger, to replace Kelsey eventually. Well, that's the theme, too. Like, Jalen Hyatt's not on my radar for this Chiefs team. Again, I want a bigger body. I want somebody that, you know, we can go to in the red zone but also have a bigger body for downfield production. I don't think Jalen Hyatt, like, he'll fit well, but he's going to kick out maybe a key roster spot from somebody that could be possibly a little bit more effective. And I I agree with you guys on the big body receiver, and I think that's something that Brett Beach is going to be thinking about because I think that that Nicole Hardman pick, over DK Metcalf is probably something that has haunted him ever since the day that happened. And so I, I totally agree with you. He might be going opposite here and thinking, you know, let's get that big bodied receiver in here. Right. I can't even imagine what uh, Patrick Mahomes and DK Metcalf could look like together. Uh, Tanner, um, are you, what do you, are you, is Tanner filling out his own card right now? I feel like Tanner is putting in his own name. For the raffle right now, here live at Limitless Brewing Company. I think he's filling out other people's hey, names. It's, it's only the one comment still, right? Uh, the one comment, Nick Bodkins. Okay, Nick Bodkins. Oh, so Nick, Nick Bodkins so is into the drawing. So means. he'll he'll enter the drawing for the final round there. Yeah. So, so those of you out there watching, listening right now, if you go ahead and leave a comment, that means we're gonna put your name also into the mix because we're gonna give away a free jersey here live at the brewery, as well as those of you out there listening. So that means two free jerseys for you guys out there. All right, guys. I need one person to help me pick out the first drawing of the raffle. Who's going to do it? Let's go. Let's go, Luke. Come on, Luke. Come over here. I pulled by Luke over here. Trey Vidoc. 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 Oh, look at that. Hey! You get your choice here between two flags and a glass set. Woo! Right here, the two flags. Either either one flag or you can get a Chiefs glass set. Which one do you want? Uh, or, sorry, not Chiefs, the uh, football glass set. <laughs> Flag is nice. gone. One flag is gone, everybody. Woo! Thank you, Trey. Now, Tanner, are we, are we keeping names in? You know what I'm doing? Yeah, that's right. We're Three. keeping that name back in okay. because there's a bigger well, prize at the end. I was going to say, you, you want to win the jersey, right? That's the whole point, right? <laughs> Jeff, maybe you should participate. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. That's our first prize. We got, we got three prizes still left to go. You still got time to put your name here. In this Chiefs helmet, you can participate. Get yourself an extra ticket. 
coming up here a little later on. So. All right, guys, I want to bring up a little more of a, uh, you know, disheartening topic for just a moment. I know not to bring the mood down by any means, but, you know, being a Chiefs fan has not always been easy. And no. I know I know we're sitting here bathing in the glory and, and having a great time and enjoying all these awesome times. Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback and winning Super Bowls and so on. Uh, but, you know, there was a lot of, of turmoil and, and, and awful times along the way. Um, who could forget the blackout game, guys, where basically everyone, they went to the game and wore blackout and there was a banner flown above the stadium and so on. Well, a lot of that had to do with poor management, but also horrible drafting at the same time. So it was a little bit of both. So my question out there for you guys and anyone out there who wants to chime in is, who is your um, quote-unquote favorite draft bust of, of Chiefs history? Who is the guy that has stood out to you the most, as, as the most uh, impactful in your mind, I would say? I'm going to tell you right now, the most impactful draft bust in Chiefs history, a lot of people can probably identify with this, um, it's Todd Blackledge. Because when I was growing up, they used to give out Chiefs football cards. The police officers would give these cards out when I was in fifth grade. And the 1983 draft is when Todd Blackledge got drafted at number seven. And... You know, when you're like however old I was, I was probably like uh, six years old. I think I was the JG was six years old in 1983. I think I can verify that. But when you have Todd Blackledge that gets drafted number seven overall, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes did not get drafted that high, guys. You go back to 1983 and 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 the JG is six years old. And we, I don't even know who Todd Blackledge is. Fast forward throughout history, we look back at that 1983 draft. We see John John Elway drafted at number one. Jim Kelly drafted at number 14. Uh, Ken O'Brien, number 24. And Dan Marino. Dan Marino, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, was at number 27. And I look back on that draft uh, of, of the Chiefs draft of Todd Blackledge at number seven it just it blows my mind and i understand that you know all of these general managers in the nfl i mean and even as human beings we all make mistakes in life but to me that was the biggest draft bust of my life well in my lifetime you can talk about ryan leaf all day long you can talk about jamarcus russell whoever you want to throw out there but of my lifetime as a chiefs fan todd blackledge was the biggest draft bust in the history of my life for sure yeah tanner what do you think about that who who would be your most impactful draft bust you've ever experienced as a it, fan? it had to be somebody that i was around like knowledgeable about sure, right, for, right. right yeah so i'm looking at guys like brian sims you know six overall that draft there i think i think ryan sims would be one i even throw granted he he did a little better elsewhere and he didn't do too bad for us, but Glenn Dorsey was a big one for me. Yeah. I, I, the I, defensive side of things was my big one. Anybody here have a big draft bust they want to, that the Kansas City Chiefs have done? Jeff? <laughs> oh, yeah. You already showed Conrad. You guys got, you guys get another ticket in if you have a draft bust in the meantime. Let me give you a hint. You could also just walk up here and say Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and you might, you might have a chance at, at winning. Uh, yeah, I mean, Clyde's a bust for sure to a degree. I mean, I, I can't totally hold everything against him by any means. I mean, we've still won Super Bowls with him on the roster, so um, or a Super Bowl, I should say, with him on the roster. Hey, we, we got one. We got one here. We, we got, got one here. Mr. Jeff has a receiver that we drafted. Oh, yeah. Oh, I might know who that. I might know who that's going to be. Well, Marvin Menace. Oh, he was terrible. Snoop. See, oh, I thought you were going to say Sylvester was his name. Right. Snoop. Well, hold on. I think I believe was it the, like a year about year apart between Sylvester Morris and then Snoop yeah, Sly Morris and Snoop Minutes. It was a disaster. Yeah, and both of oh, them wow. were total yeah. failures. Oh, they had cool names and couldn't catch a ball. Right. Yeah, it was a great time. And here's the thing: at the time, we were thinking, okay, if we just give this quarterback uh, some weapons, you know, Elvis Kerback. Uh, maybe you could do something. Uh, well, he said Elvis Kerback well, had weapons. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, awesome. it was real. <laughs> you can't make this up, right? <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. You get yeah. a ticket, dude. Put a ticket in. Yeah. 
Yeah, you participate, you get a ticket. Yeah. Uh, so, so Sebastian Morris was a 21st overall, by the way. Yeah. You mentioned Ooh. him. I didn't put right. minutes on my list, but Sebastian well, Morris. Snoop, I believe, went in the second round. Yeah. Sylvester, or Sylvester went in the first, but both of them, I think, had one play total in their career uh, to amount to anything. Yeah, so another one over here at the end here said Percy Snow. Sure. 13th overall, 1990 so- draft. Yeah, the thing, yeah, exactly. The thing is, Percy Snow being in 1990, he was kind of sandwiched in the, in the beginning of the era of Marty Schottenheimer and it's the things they were creating on the other side of the ball. And I guess it was kind of underwhelming to see him become a failure so fast because you had, you know, you're walking and you had Derek Thomas, Neil Smith on the same team. It's like, man, if we just get Percy Snow to be worth something, then you mean, we're going to be ball, which the defense ended up being okay anyway. But uh, yeah, Percy Snow was a big one for sure. How about a name I haven't heard in forever, Junior Sock. Junior Ciavitti. is a more thirty-six in, overall in more Travis. ways than one. Tanner, he is he is he found himself in a lot of trouble, and I believe recently uh, he's deceased. Yes, he's, yes, that's that's something I I, I heard of those lot of issues that has gone with his Jason. Life. Can I'm, you think of another quarterback that was a draft bust? I, I'm not going to go to the it was quarter. This, it was the same year as Joey Harrington. I'm not going to go to the quarterback position right now, but I will I will give you a couple of busts on the Chiefs, and it happened at the same year, I believe. When I go back to 2005, and I believe that it was Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers got drafted the same year in 2005, yep. I was collecting football cards. Big surprise. The JG likes to collect football cards. It's not like I didn't quit or anything like that. I'm still collecting to this day, but couple of Chiefs draft busts from that year, a uh, couple of wide receivers. And the name of those guys were Alfonso Hodge and Crafonzo Thorpe. Yeah. And I can't tell you why I remember those names. I can just tell you that I was really into collecting rookie cards from the Chiefs back in 2005. And those guys were busts because to this day, I still have both of their rookie cards. And to this day, they are still worth probably slightly less than five cents. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I don't. For for me right now, look like thinking about the whole situation of draft bust and so on. Um, I just I really hated the Tyson Jackson pick in 2009, um, just because I thought it was weak. I just thought the Tyson Jackson pick was weak, and they could have gone better. But in all honesty, because I thought Aaron Curry would be better than he was, and Aaron Curry ended up being also a bust of his own. That 2009 draft class was just not good. Um, the best player they could have taken after that probably been Andre Smith, the tackle. Otherwise, um, B.J. Raji at number nine overall would have been the next probably best selection. So, anyways, it's just a bad draft class in 09. Let's, let's talk about the uh, the Johnny Manziel draft because I was buying football cards back then as well, and the Chiefs drafted a guy by the name of DeAnthony Thomas. Ooh. And I remember back then, <laughs> Mike Mike was very interested in purchasing a rookie card for me. I never of did. Anthony Thomas. I never, never did. did. But that guy was a bust for the Chiefs back then. And that was the same draft that produced Devontae Adams. Well, I figured he'd be a more improved version of Dexter McCluster. Dexter McCluster. That's kind of what my idea was behind it. And uh, it turns out both players suck. They so, both suck. <laughs> so at the end of the day, they both suck. Uh, it, just, it didn't work out for <laughs> one of those guys. And another reason why I'm not a big fan of undersized wide receivers. So. But at least they did not draft Johnny Manziel. That, that would have been uh, yeah. bigger. That's a bigger problem if you draft Johnny Manziel. If you wanted a circus in Kansas City, that would have been a great choice. That would have been yeah. a great choice. How about a guy quarterback-wise, right? The guy I was trying to get you to say. Bill Kenny. Brody Coyle. Brody, oh. Brody Coyle. Brody Coyle, 85th overall. But it wasn't even supposed to be like the next big theme for the Chiefs and well, that was the idea. He, he was picked in the third round. So, I mean, that's not a bust because I don't, I don't even pick, remember that. Play, played for Alabama. You picked him in the top three rounds. Well now, here's the thing. He was always kind of frail. And that was an yes, idea. He was, he was injury prone. Well, guess what? Woo, he's injury prone. So, surprise, surprise. And that, was, that was the same year. So, that's the same year. We had, I think it was Trent Green and Joey Harrington. Like, Trent Green was still playing. And we had Joey Harrington in that draft. And I really wanted Joey Harrington. Granted, I accepted. I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. 
Harvey Williams is what we got. The running back. Ooh. Harvey Williams. That's an interesting that's one. An interesting but he was, one. But he was but, productive, though. Like, he was actually productive for uh, a certain amount of time. Do you consider that a bust? Well, I would. Have, I mean, he didn't. To me, he didn't do anything. I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I, to me, he didn't do enough. All right. I was actually. 800 yards in three years. 158 yards in three years? That's a lot of production in three years. Wow. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> just, you know, I'm just pissed off right now because I, like I, I still have his rookie card, and I thought it might be worth something someday, and it apparently is wow. not. All right, guys. Anyways, I just I wanted to have a little fun topic there for a second. But Tanner, I wanna I wanna draw one more name, and then let's do some trivia for a minute, man. You wanna do? Some, oh, we do some let's, trivia. Let's draw one more name and hit some trivia for a second. Yeah, I'm in the wrong position here. Here we go. All right, guys, we're chapter for one more prize on the table here. We have one flag left in a glass set. Who wants to draw it? I know who draws it. Ella, give me a minute. Taryn's a dog over there if you want to have a dog draw one. <laughs> the, the dog looks like he's interested in that prize over there. I'm glad we got the, we got the kid at least uh, drawing some cards for us all. All right. What do we got here? He's coming back. He's coming back. All right, guys. So the next price on the table here, we got. I'm sorry if I put this, Jeff. That's not beyond. That's not beyond. Is that really a B I? It looks like B I R. Yeah, that's me. Oh. <laughs> Is that Bijan no. Robinson? Oh. You get, I'll put you back in though, but you get a flag or the glass set. Jeff Bianco, everybody. He's going, he's going flag for now. The fly just did a, took a dump in my whiskey. <laughs> well, we're sitting outside. So. <laughs> All right, let me come back up there, guys, and we'll get some show you underway. Hey, right. everybody. I will have the guest mic here. If you think you know the answer to trivia, it's right here. It's going to be live. Come answer. It's going to be fun. By the way, I just... And you I just, get a ticket. If you get, a, you get a ticket, you get another ticket into the drawing. So. Which, by the way, Tanner, bring tickets over. We got two full on the list. We got... Uh, oh, two fulls in Rada there. Ta Who is Rada Takes, Tanner? We got Dirty Mike and the Boys is what they said. I just want to let you know that a, a gnat just took a dump in my whiskey over here. Well, Jason, you're sitting outside, so it's, it's, it's the weather. I mean, it's... It happens. Nats enjoy this kind of stuff. They enjoy going to Limitless Brewing uh, where they can hang out and have a great time and get drunk themselves. How often do you cut your toenails, Mike? All right, Mike. Just, I would just want to throw something out there. Are we talking Mike. about bath towels again? Are we, are we toenails now? No, That's, this is the next level. This is so bad. I'm taking it to another <laughs> level. I, Mike, no, I cut them enough. You're a lefty, right? I, I'm more of an interested in the, where you put I your toenails. You I understand. Do you go to the toilet? You know do you go to the trash can? You, You're a you lefty, can, right? You can choose to not answer so, the question. So, in the mouse there. Uh, go click on the sport that says sports buffoons. The the little slide deal that's grayed out. Of course, the left. Oh, so oh wait. Uh, Rada takes is Chris that used to work at High V. <clears throat> oh oh yeah, we remember Chris. Yeah, you you remember Chris? He used right? to work. Oh yeah. Rada takes is also I was, I, his last name. He was Mister Long Island for me every once in a while. So uh, he Come on, yeah, man. it's good to see you on here, my man. Thank you for joining. And, and Chris will put your name in the list. Uh, so basically, anyone out there who's leaving a comment, we're going to put your name on the list to possibly win a jersey of your choice, team and player. So if you got some Cardinals stuff out there, I know you're a fan of, then, um, yeah, let us know if you draw your name. And you can also get players from the past. Like, I understand sure. that Tim Tebow no longer plays in the NFL, but if you want a Tim Tebow jersey – Right. They they can we can throw that out there as well. It's it's a player of your choice. All right, we're doing trivia next, you guys. What do we need to go to, Tanner? Right here, add a stream. Yeah. This this mouse has been used a lot, Tanner. What have you been doing with this thing? Okay, I'm just gonna keep it right there. Uh, Tufel wants a playoff winner, Tim Tebow jersey, maybe. I bet he does, <laughs> man. Oh, this is the hard one, Tanner. We might need to skip some of these. All right, Mike, I'm leaving it up to you guys. All right, so for the first, we're going to do name this offense. We're going to trust your trivia here. Name this offense. We have an LSU receiver, Alabama tight end, a Clemson receiver, a Pittsburgh receiver, and an OU running back. I don't even have the answer Any for this. Any guesses? I don't have the answer for this. 
I'm going to go with buck sweep left or buck sweep white, right? Buck sweep left or buck sweep right? Well, we're, we're trying to figure out based off the calls they went to. Name this team's offense. Yes. And it, it's so, a, like, it's is it the Jets? Is it the Giants? Is it the Chiefs? Is it the Jaguars? We need to go to the, the – you know, Jaguars might be right. Hey, no, so Jeff's you, coming you, up. So Jeff, Jeff's you, coming up. You look at the college. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, team this, we got an this is actually pretty hard. This is a hard game. We have an expert coming up here. So we got LSU receiver, Alabama tight end, a Clemson receiver, a Pittsburgh receiver, and an OU running back. Which team is this? You know what? I'll even throw your comments in if you guys know what it is on there. Yeah, these are these. This game right here is not easy. We, we actually trivia there. It's how recent is this, Mike? Uh, as of this year, as of the current time. Yeah, Ooh. current time. I'm trying to think if I even know this one. Wait, oh. I'm sure. I'm sure Twofall probably knows the answer, doesn't he? Where are you at, um, Twofall? You want some free? So you want Rada, some free is going with wait, the Bengals. Wait. Yeah, Rada takes Bengals. Oh, you know what? You know what? Is this correct? We got a winner. Ooh. It is the Bengals. We got the Bengals. We got Tyler well, Boyd right the in the Bengals. slot. Well so, done. Well yep. done, my friend. From, from Pittsburgh, we got Tyler Boyd there in the slot. We from LSU over there. Wow. And T. Higgins over there in Clemson. So perfect. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. And then Facebook user. I don't know how to put Facebook user into the mix for a ticket raffle, Tanner. But it says Facebook user. So if you have a name, Facebook user, we'll put you on the raffle for a jersey giveaway. Well, if that's the case, let us know. <laughs> that's sick. He is a football savant. He came up with that. Tufel says he's talking about the Huskers being as embarrassing as the Raiders lately. So <laughs> I get it, man. I, I get that. I, I, it's, it's hard also to be a Mizzou fan. Speaking of that, I got a uh, question about that in our Chiefs trivia, Tanner. So. All right, Mike, go to the next question next here. Question. All right, Kansas City Chiefs trivia, everybody. What team? Did the Chiefs trade with to move on from 27 to pick number 10 to draft Patrick Mahomes in 2017? Any takers? Any takers? Who's coming up for this? Any takers? Who? Oh. What team did the Chiefs draft to get Patrick Mahomes? Who did they trade? What team did they trade with? Who did they trade with? To move up from no. 27 to 10. No. I will give you a hint. I'm oh, we got, it. we got it over here. We got the Bills. Okay. I will. Okay. I'm going to save that. We got the answer. Bills. Bills right. is the correct answer. Yep. That is Woo! right. They're in the back end. Very nice. Woo! Bills. Yeah. We t- t- oh, I saw you. You're on that. Uh, we got one one more of the name <laughs> in the office. Uh, I think we can only do one more of these. Two. This, these, these ones are tough. Let's do the Chiefs next. Um, so this one has two offensive linemen. Two LSU receivers on the outside. Uh, this one's hard. So we only got four colleges. Jeff, do you have an idea on this one? So, so we already did the Bengals. We already got the Bengals. We got the Bengals out of the way. What team has currently two LSU receivers starting on the outside at the X and the and the Z position? I got you two. I got you two. And then the Alabama center. Now, two fall if you're if you're googling that right. That doesn't count, man. You know, no. Like that, that doesn't count, man. We're gonna these penalize. Are, Do you need to be penalized, Tufel, for googling that stuff? These are not. These are not easy by any means. Aaron, what's your opinion on this one? All right, you guys ready? All right, Tufel out here says Raiders. Is this correct? Oh, man. Hmm. I also got the Ravens in the comments as well. We're going, I don't I don't think it's the Saints. <laughs> um, Everyone says I'm taking a shot in the dark here. Not, not the Saints because the Saints have two Ohio State uh receivers. Oh, Raven. Well, I oh, Saints. Rada, Rada picks yeah. had the Saints on that one. Um Ravens. I, is it Raiders or Ravens? Yeah. I was, I, I was actually more thinking almost Minnesota. Mm. Well, you're the one who did the serious stuff. Well, who is it? Oh, you're uh, kidding me. Well, you know, I, was, I was expecting oh us to God. just be, you know, be all prepared for this. This is a tough one. Unbelievable. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. This is a tough one. So, yeah, Rod, you know, Rodney Hunter was not Alabama. He was Florida State. 
Um, so we had, we had a question. There. Oh, you do know the answer. Okay. Well, no, I just was answering the Rodney Hunt. Question. Oh, previous question. Gotcha. Uh, so who we got? Hard. I don't know, man. Do we have an answer? <laughs> you can, think I researched this? I used that over. Can we? Right, can we get to a point? I definitely thought so. Hit the we'll, next we'll come back to that. Just some trivia. Can we get to a point where we just have I, our mind in the I right just want, place? I want our two fans to interact today a little bit. So that's all. All right, Tanner. What do you got? What do you got next on the? All right, guys. Kids, issues trivia. What round was Hall of Famer Will Shields drafted in? We got three. Correct. Third round. That's out of another Nebraska. ticket. Very guys. Nice. Nineteen ninety-three NFL draft. That's seven to one odds. You there only go. got seven rounds to choose from. So. There you go. Facebook user said Colts. Throw that, a number out there, man. For that, uh, that pick a number from. between one and seven. What do you think it is? Tanner, if, you, if this next slide is going to be more, it's going to be this. No, we're not. It. We're not Just doing it. it. No, we're not doing it. Okay, can't see the Jeeps trivia. Out of their ten draft picks in 2022, how many were used on defense? Stop yelling, Tanner. You're intimidating. You're intimidating me right now. Give me a number. Very Give me intimidating. A we had 12. 12? No, well, we had 10 picks at the end. I know. We did. At the end of the draft, I just told him to give me a number. Oh. <laughs> well, we got we got nine? We got nine. Uh, uh, not quite nine. That's a okay. lot. Not quite nine. We got six from Tufel. Tufel goes with six. Tufel's okay. going to start Googling. One from Rana. <laughs> Tufel, you need to stop cheating, man. That's not fair. No, that's what he's doing. He's answering quick to avoid Google. Except you. Well, that's that's accusations from Mr. JG over here. That's just so. JG Tufel. Yeah, we got you. Well, is that our is that our final guess? Tanner, what's your guess? Any more guess? Seven. Seven. We said seven. That's it. That's the, <laughs> that's the answer. Seven defensive players. Back in there, but you said four. It's seven. All right. So you're gonna skip. Skip once right. again. Tanner is filling it up with all these hard ones. Well, you like gave this. me all the trivia. So, uh, actually, this one I think is the Eagles. Uh, that is so, the Eagles. We'll go ahead. We'll, 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 I got that one fast. It's just that one I can't figure out myself. Yeah, I. You don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Kansas last or no? Yep, almost one there. more after this. Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs trivia. How many Hall of Famers did the Chiefs pass? On the first round of the 1983 draft to select QB bus, Todd Blackledge. And not just quarterbacks, but all, all Hall of Famers uh, in the first round. I will give you a pass. hint. I will give you a hint that JD has already gone over his names in the first part of the show. So if you were listening earlier to the JG, you already have the answers. It was more than two. More than two? More than two. Who's else? We got three? You got three? You got three? And three. All right, let's see. Let's check comments here. All right, so two, three. Uh, nothing there. Horse face Elway was one. Yes, people, that is correct on that one. Ooh, well, horse face. I'm talking about Tanner. Well, hold on. To clarify the, the question, it's the players the Chiefs passed on. Passed so, on. Okay, keep in mind, okay. Todd Blackledge went seventh overall. And it's also Hall of Fame All right, players. Anybody else Hall got a player, final answer on this one? Not just quarterbacks. Right. Oh, we got a one here. We got a one. We got a one. Uh, guys, I, I think you guys are underselling this. The, the Chiefs really screwed up and it took Todd Blackledge. Yeah. All right, what's the answer? Mike? The answer is four Hall of Famers. Four! Were passed on just in the first wow. round alone. Um, whenever they took in, oh, Facebook. obviously Dan Marino was one. No, of them. That was the last question. We had two in horse race all okay. Also, Tanner, one of those is a fun fact: is Daryl Green, the great cornerback that went to the really? He spent a lot of years with the Redskins. Yeah, and he he was the only non-quarterback that, uh, is, that did not make the Hall of Fame, right? Because Jim, a, Kelly, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly made no, it. The Jim Kelly made it. I think Matthews, uh, Bruce Matthews, might have been one as well. But I know there was four for a fact. So. All right. All right, what's our next one, Mike? Right, we got one last uh, Chiefs question for you guys. All right, this was Chiefs, fun. last question here. Historically, had the Chiefs drafted more players from MU, KU, or K-State? We got KU. You got a KU answer? We got Any a K-State answer. Any other takers? Yeah, we got an MU person. Then, we got a Huskers. Tim says Huskers, which is not one of the answers. <laughs> so, yeah, so far, it also could be true. Right, so what are we, we going on? KU and MU so okay. far. Go Shocks. All right. We got Wichita State okay. out here. The Chiefs have drafted eight Missouri Tigers in their history. 
So we got K-State about yeah. twice now. Okay, so we've had a couple K-States, so, one, one KU, one MU. Is that what we're hearing? What's our answer? Okay, we've had eight Missouri Tigers in the history of Chiefs to be drafted. We've had nine KU Jayhawks wow. to be drafted. And we've had only five K-Staters. Rock Shock! Rock Shock! Rock Shock! That's wow. what I'm talking about. So, hey, that was yeah. fun, actually. The Haycockers. Surprisingly, KU won that one, but it's mainly because they were much better. All right. Oh, much better so, a long, long time ago. So, Mike, due to constraints of time, we're probably going to skip over this mock here coming into play. Okay. So, well, well, actually, you know what? We can do the first three rounds. We'll do the first three rounds. Yeah. All right. Hey, let's do, let's, let's do one more of the giveaway, and then we'll do the one of Ethereum. So, uh, let's switch back over here. Oh, let's add. All right, guys, we are doing. You say remove down below. We just had the the sound yeah, go. I got you. Here, remove down below. Give me five. That kind of surprises me that we had more haycockers than. All right, uh, here we go. Teams. This is okay. for the glassware on the table here. Raffle, Mike, click. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Make sure All two right. falls not in that basket over there. Tanner, Tanner is running around right now. So, um, got another name? All right, guys. The winner is Robin Thomas. Oh, another one this year. Okay, sweet. All right, you get the class set there. So we got one little bit left here, and then we will get the final prize on the way. All right, uh, I guess to wrap it up, you guys, we're going to do a quick mock draft. We'll just do the first three rounds. How's that sound for you guys? Uh, I mean, we wanted to do the full seven, but I'm running a little short, and uh, that's a lot of picks. Once again, have, I think, 10 picks on the table this year. Um, so maybe we can turn four of those into all-stars in the seventh round, kind of like we did with Jalen Watson and Isaiah Pacheco uh, this past season. So the draft starts in two days. So we, we, that's what we care about right now, the first round. Oh, by the way, Dave wanted to point out that it took a Tiger to help win the Super Bowl, by the way, Tanner, despite, despite you having more Chiefs drafted all the time. That's pretty sad. Or I said that the other way around. Despite having the, yeah, more Chiefs players drafted by the Chiefs all the time. All right, we are underway, everybody. Let's see who it won, by the way. I'm just curious. Okay. So, if you guys are sitting there uh, along Bryce with us, we have a uh, mock draft simulator up here from Pro Football Network. We have Chiefs Currently have an offer already. We're doing a quick thing. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're rejecting all offers. Yeah, reject all offers, guys. Let's just uh, uh, like, here it is again. Hold on. If the Browns would offer the Chiefs pick seventy four and this all day. thirty one. Uh, like, can you imagine Pacheco and Chubb together? That'd be pretty damn awesome. That'd be pretty awesome, dude. Oh, the Raiders <laughs> give away the farm. Look at that. Okay. All right. Let's so just... we got our, our five on the board. Our first Wait, five did on the board. We skip our pick. No, we're we're still there, right? We're still there. Pretty sure we're it's there. Down below. Okay. Okay, there we go. Dave Flowers just went ahead of the Chiefs pick there. That is it. Along with Michael Meyer, Dalton Kincaid. So left up on the board, so remaining, we got Dewan Jones, Jameer Gibbs is still there, uh, Josh Downs, BJ Ojolari. Uh, what what are the names on the list right now that you're thinking of for the Chiefs that pick 31 overall that you'd be happy with? Uh, for me here, we're kind of looking at this list here. It's either going to be Josh Downs or uh, Cancy from Pittsburgh. Mm, Canty. You know, I wouldn't mind Canty just because that guy is a damn athlete. Again, he is one of those guys that's a freak athlete. He's that a, he's be, a, he reminds me of Saunders in yeah, a way. He would be yeah. exactly very, very similar style and build. He would fit in very, very well. Uh, can you scroll down just a little bit, Tanner? I want to see who else is on that list for us. Um, otherwise, we got Darnell Washington. Uh, oh, there's a guy, Hendon Hooker, Tanner. Oh, yeah. We got to get Hendon Hooker. Who, who, who said that? Who uh, said that? Chris Collinsworth? Uh, Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth. Final mock draft. Had the taking Hendon Hooker quarterback from Tennessee as at our first round pick. So, so he's going to sit He's gonna sit behind Patrick Mahomes for a couple of years and then <laughs> and, and then we'll, we're, uh, <laughs> he'll sit, sit well, behind we'll him for two him years. We, we, got, we got Jalen Hyatt in there at 44. The Northwestern Edge there at 45 as well. So You know what, Tanner? I think – in my opinion, if I if I saw this on the board right now, I'm gonna lean towards BJ Ojolari. 
I, as my pick. I don't hate that at all. At I, all. I want that edge. I want that to be solidified. I'll get a What's receiver next round. I like Hendon Edge, man. Oh, I you like want Hendon 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 um, that's another interesting one. I mean, I know we just put edge, but I mean, but would, it, do, would it be nuts to go back to back edge on that situation? I don't think it'd be awful, but you got Rasheed Rice there at SMU sure. there, sixty-two. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably lean towards Rasheed Rice there at that, that situation. I, I think it would be more Rasheed Rice. What else do we have? We have Hooker Craft, who I really like as yeah. well. Uh, uh, Jordan Battles player. out there, Brandon Joseph. Uh, another guy I like is Trey Palmer from Nebraska. I'm sure Tim's gonna be happy about that. Uh, uh, Blake Freeman is out there, 81. Who they've talked to, and the other guy I'm really like, Andre Carter. Andre Carter's a very yeah, underwhelming player. Interesting like, to watch. I think he'd be old like, as that goes on, yeah, in the NFL. I, I'd almost say at this point here, I would probably go receiver. Rice. Yeah, get your receiver at this point, in my opinion. That, that works out pretty well. You went edge receiver. I Are you good with that? that? Yeah, totally good with that. All right, so receiver Rice in the second round here. And now our pick 95. Don't no, hold on. That was an offer. Oh, that's so dumb, dude. <laughs> no, nice. okay. You see my guys sitting here on the board, guys. You know I'm a big fan of Zach Harris. You are a big fan of Zach Harris. I'm a big fan. Well, out there, I even paid speakers out there. Kayshawn Boutte is out there. Um, you also got Cameron Latou, tight end of Alabama, out there as well, who I like, who I think would be a little bit of a playmaker. Go with um, a tight end, man. We have Kelly Blue Book on there, too. Caillou Blue Kelly. Caillou Blue Kelly. I'd almost go, at this point for me, I'd either do a – this was the the field I had. I'd go almost uh, Zach Harrison or Ivan, Ivan Pace Jr. in this point. Well, I'd say for me, double up on the edge, but you can pick who you'd like, Tanner. You're calling the thing. Well, who do you would you go? The with? damn tight end, or man. Linebacker. You want to go tight end. He wants to tie it in. In the third round? Tight end, yeah. So here's yeah. the thing. There's so the many deep. good tight ends. Well, it is a deep plus. Oh, they got your favorite on there. Zach Kuntz is <laughs> available right now. At the so moment, are we so. going with Cameron Latou or, or uh, Kuntz? I'm not going to go with Kuntz. That's not okay. going to happen. Cameron Latou, uh, pick 95. All right, all right. All right. And I think that – How would you feel right How would you feel after those three rounds? Uh, yeah, Edge, I mean, you got your steer – just a tight end who's going to fit in somehow, I, I guess. I'm in because you got Noah Gray, you got Jody Forts in there at 95. Yeah. Uh, I'm in a little different with the 63 just because there was, a, I think, a little better options over Shea Rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, within, uh, you probably could have waited another two rounds or so. Yeah, but it's not, I, it's not, not my favorite. I'm not awful about it, but I feel pretty good about it. So. Yeah, I know my favorite mock draft we've ever done, but uh, it's all right. We'll see. You know, here's the thing. We're the Chiefs, you have options. So, yeah, you, know, you can we make got, things work. Uh, so. Trade a third round of CH for Hopkins. Hey, you know, if we could I, I wish that, it was that easy. I wish it was. What are you guys drinking? What beers? We got Limitless uh, Brewery out here, guys. We're drinking. I uh, got a triple IPA. I left my cup up there, so but I'll head back up that way. Yeah, and I think we're all right, it's, it's, it's Carl Loftus season. Yeah. Well, it has to be Carl Loftus season. It's, I mean, it's about to be. He's literally the number one D on the roster at the moment, so that's kind of scary to think about. He's got a good motor, though. You, know, you ever well, think about his motor? When you have a guy like Karloftis that has a great motor, like that's that's a pretty decent spot to be in. You know. All right, guys. Well, we got to wrap up here in just a moment, so let's go ahead and do our final giveaway of the evening. So as of right now, it's just going to be a ticket, but it's going to be a jersey, a jersey of their choice. Now, we did have a couple of tables that left, Tanner. Is that right? We did, we did. So, but I got. Looks like they left phone numbers and stuff. So we're gonna enter it all in. Okay. Here's the big prize, everybody. A jersey of your yeah. choice. You'll see me afterwards. We'll get you hooked up. Tanner, I have a question for you too, though. So those those listening online, are we gonna do a raffle for them, or we'll do our own drawing for the ones online? Nope, they'll be part of this one here. I got you guys in. You're right here. You're ready to go. So we're gonna get you picked here. You guys, if you commented, you are entered in. Uh, Facebook user, I'll find out who you are. Facebook user, 
but I got you. Don't you worry. So okay. uh, make sure I got everybody. Oh, Dave, my bad. Yeah, we got we got Dave to put in there. Uh, Facebook user. I think Facebook user could be um, Jason. But I don't know. Most likely Carlos or, or Trip. You got to say their uh, name. Dave. Jason's brother. So. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to go get this picked, guys. All right, our last uh, picker has left. So. Well, there he goes. Yeah, we'll let's let's figure it out. Who it is. All right. Figure it out. Who's it going to be? I just hope it's not a Broncos fan. That's all. <laughs> that would be a problem. <laughs> that would be a problem. Who would have thought that it ended up being the Facebook user? <laughs> Facebook user? Yes, that was Ron Facebook user. I'll message you. I'll get you the. Uh, I'll get you the info for the jersey. Get you hooked up. Oh, and we'll care, so, wow. Uh, yeah. is I do use Facebook. So, is that if you use Facebook? Does that mean you're also? Do we? Do we? Is that? I'm the, a Facebook user. <laughs> is that the equivalent? Of, you know, guys. I think that's the equivalent of a, a, a protected second round pick. We cannot announce the name of that person. That did that because it's a protected second round pick, kind of like in that Aaron Rodgers trade that we just talked about. Well, um, what do we think of the Facebook user, Tanner? Are we, are we excited for Facebook users? I think you're offline, dude. You probably need to sign. I am excited. Right All right, guys, let's send this thing out the right way for this Chiefs walk. The only way we know how to do. as Chiefs fans. Thank you for attending. We appreciate you guys for hopping in here and Facebook users. Uh, Facebook user, I'll take care of you, buddy. Don't you worry. Let's go! Outro!